At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A warmer from Lilo. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Hughes, and now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. Got a great podcast for you. It's in the second segment. Going to be joined by one of these gentlemen over there at the wonderful network. He checks CBB, and that'd be Riley Davis. That is going to be joining me. He is out there in the great state of North Carolina. We're going to be talking with him about quite a few of the teams with quite a bit to gain slash lose with regards to these NBA draft decisions. Get into it a little bit with him with regards to Matthew Meyer. There are many rumors that he might wind up going to North Carolina, so that is a big decision of impact if he does wind up making it. And on top of that, we're going to be taking a look at the landscape of college basketball. The fact that the Big Ten seems to be a little bit down this season as well. We're going to be taking a look at a school out there in the ACC that might wind up canning their coach at the end of the season as well because they were towards the bottom of the ACC last season and looks like they're not going to be getting back. Their two guys are currently going through the draft process and we're also going to be talking about some of the teams that they do have a lot to gain slash lose with regards to these draft decisions that are coming up within the next few days. So, going to have a great chat with Riley in the second segment and then in the final segment. Going to give you guys a little bit of a roundup as to all the news and notes that we wound up seeing in college basketball on Thursday. Didn't wind up having a ton of them, but you did wind up having a few of impact, including pair of top 50 recruits going down a level, including one going way, way down after being a top 20 recruit. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there with regards to those mid-major schools, and if you ever do have a question, comment, take an idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at gunit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters him. I mean, it does not matter, so as per usual, please just send these into the timeline, and the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate those podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you are able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Five that five-star review. Did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, but we did have that great chat with Riley, so we're going to be bringing that to you next right here on Coast Coast Soups with myself, Gage Peterson, now part of the VEASAN Family of Podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal 
and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility Dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility Dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And we're back to the you Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Hoops. And now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. And great to be joined by our guests. As we've got on here one of the gentlemen over there at Heat Check CBB. All these guys do amazing work and today it is Riley Davis who is joining me he's a writer over there and a man that is holding it down in the great state of North Carolina so right in the heartland of college basketball in my opinion you're able to follow Riley on Twitter at a little bit of a new Twitter handle 
at Riley underscore Davis, and then the number three after that. And for CBB, that never changes at CBB altogether. And Riley, it is great to have you aboard. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the appreciate the intro, Greg. It's always a fun time to come here and talk hoops with the man hoops himself. How have you been doing? How's Las Vegas treating you in the, I guess, the early summertime? Is it still pretty hot in the desert these days? Or Right now, taking a look at my phone app with regards to what the temperature wound up getting up to today, 100 degrees. So not necessarily too bad. When you wind up getting up to 115, that's when it winds up getting a little bit brutal. But I think that the temperature with regards to the transfer portal might be getting cranked up to a 115 relatively soon as well to utilize that segue right there because we've got a lot of NBA draft decisions that do need to be made. I'm sure that out there in the state of North Carolina, you guys are wondering whether or not you guys are going to be getting Matthew Meyer with regards to the Tar Heels. But with that said, we've got a lot of guys that they have yet to make their decisions as to whether or not they're going to stay in the NBA draft or whether or not they're going to be coming back to school and or entering into the transfer portal. Were a few of the ones that you think could wind up making the biggest impact if they wind up either going back to where they came from or wind up entering into the transfer portal? Yeah, I think, I mean, you mentioned Meyer. From perusing Carolina message boards, <laughs> I know that's not that's not maybe what your listeners want to hear. It's like the most inside scoop to give to, to, to rule all inside scoops. But for my internet sleuthing, it seems like Matthew Meyer to UNC is a pretty likely outcome. And that's one of those things that I think, I know, I've seen almost everybody have UNC as a consensus top five team. And I mean, that would put them solidly as a top two team for me if Meyer comes in. And I don't think he'll be like a, a one for one replacement for Brady Manic. I think Manic shooting that high release being 6'10, 6'11 is pretty hard to replicate with how much of an insane threat he was on pick and pops and everything and how much Hubert like just gave him freedom to feast on those this year. But I think Meyer, like, we've never really questioned his ability to score the basketball. I know, I want to say it was a sophomore year at Baylor where it seemed like he kind of just come off the bench and put up some empty calorie numbers. But that junior year when they won the championship, I, we really saw him turn into a winning type of player. And last year really improved his defense. So he's someone who sticks out for me that I know he's already withdrawn from the draft. I mean, I hope UNC lands him. I think that would be a great fit and would really yeah, be a boon for Carolina on both sides of the ball. But aside from him, I can name one that's a, a little less biased or a little less focused on my own team. But one decision that we already saw happen was Trace Jackson Davis. And I am starting to like buy into the Indiana hype. I don't know if I'm ready to put them top 10 like our guy Jeff Goodman. He currently has them ninth in his rankings. But Indiana, in my opinion, pretty clear Big Ten favorites. Yeah, when it comes to Indiana, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with them because I'm much more willing to buy into them this season, but we've seen them so much in past years not be able to get the offense going. They do wind up losing Race Thompson as well, and I take a look at Indiana. They brought in a lot of transfers last season. They don't have as much of that this season, and I think just by virtue of the Big Ten being down because I just have not liked what the Big Ten in general has done in the transfer portal this year, that they are going to be solid. I don't know if we will have a single team from the Big Ten wind up being in the top ten when it's all said and done, though, as strange as it is to say, because I take a look at Michigan. They've got a pair of big NBA draft decisions of their own in Caleb Hisamago with Musa Diabate. If both of those guys were to come back, I would place them number one in the Big Ten. I don't think both of those guys wind up coming back. I think you probably get a one out of two. I just don't know which of those guys is going to be coming back. But I take a look at the Big Ten right now, and I've not been impressed by a lot of these moves. And 
Right now, the biggest moves that have been made in the Big Ten is the fact that Hunter Dickinson and Trace Jackson Davis wound up returning to school. Right, yeah, the Big Ten looks pretty bleak. I actually did some preliminary Big Ten rankings today. I mean, I put Iowa at fourth, and Iowa is losing, you know, 10-year point guard Jordan Bohannon and their best player in, like, top five pick Keegan Murray. But there's just – I don't think they haven't really had any big additions in the transfer portal, but I would buy stock in the Chris Murray breakout. I I think that's pretty likely. Tony Perkins at a nice – close to the stretch of the year but when you look at a conference that's it seems like the last two three four seasons you've had three or four teams at the top that seem like pretty sure bets to be top 25 teams to right now looking at it, it's like I mean Iowa's super unproven and I got them top five Michigan State has one big man and I have them fifth right now and like I currently have Michigan at three in my Big Ten rankings, but that's mainly based on the fact that I think Jawan Howard's going to be active in the transfer portal. And I think they're going to bring somebody in (laughs) like that's just banking on them bringing in somebody because, I mean, even their roster right now is super bleak. Yeah, I'm right there with you. TJ Shannon going over there to Illinois is big, but you wind up losing Kofi Coburn as well. Mm -hmm. The Andre Corbello experiment just never, ever wound up working out for them as well as we do have Riley Davis joining me on the podcast. And I just feel like we've got ourselves a little bit of haves slash have nots with regards to these conferences and the way that they're utilizing the transfer portal i take a look at what's been happening with regards to the big 12 and the sec two conferences of which have been having a lot of success in the ncaa tournament in recent years and i they've been able to do it very well and especially with the big 12 it's not necessarily been that they go out there and they wind up getting like five guys every offseason for every single team it's just Picking off those one or two guys that winds up becoming a number three, number four option, something like that, much like North Carolina did with picking up one guy in Brady Manic that wanted to make a big impact. Also picked up Dawson Garcia that didn't wind up working out, so he's back in his home state of Minnesota, which you like to see that for him. But I think that that has really been a big key because with the Big Ten, they're not utilizing it at all. And I know that we've been talking about this with some of our friends as well. The Pac-12 has done nothing in the transfer portal aside from really Arizona State, and that has been stunning to see. Yeah, the fact that Arizona hasn't added anybody, like, I mean, one of those big draft decisions would be Malachi Smith. You know, I don't think you're going to see him if he transfers to a a Power 6 school that he probably won't put up those same numbers that he did at Chattanooga, because I think, at least from what I watched, it seemed like he got a lot of his buckets in the SoCon through being physical, and I mean, I really like that physical style of play. I, I respect that he plays so hard and plays tough like that but you know I don't think that's going to necessarily yield the same results in a high major power six conference but I think like you look at a school like Arizona that could be losing Dalen Terry like I've heard nothing about Malachi Smith's recruitment because if it's focused on the draft but you you could see a school like them really needing a guard like him or even going back to Michigan they could really use Malachi Smith but yeah even beyond Arizona you think about a school like Oregon that kind of historically under Dana Altman has been one of the I guess, front runners of the transfer movement and someone who's utilized it so well over the years. But I mean, their roster has like no shooting right now. It's been really interesting to take a look at. And I do think that Dallin Terry has one of the biggest NBA draft decisions as well, because even without Terry, I think that Arizona is going to be just fine. But that's because the Pac-12 in general, I take a look at it and I think it's way down. I think that UCLA is going to be solid once again. And Peyton Watson, that's another One that I think is intriguing because he did nothing at UCLA this season, but with some of the losses that they are going to be taking, they're going to need to press him into a little bit more action. Was a very highly touted guy coming out of high school. So if he returns for another year, I think that he could be able to boost his stock. But 
I take a look at Arizona. They could really use Dallin Terry coming back because Ben Matherin is already pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered to the NBA draft. I think that Christian Coloco has yet to officially state that he's going to be staying in the draft, but I know if Christian Coloco winds up playing out of the draft, I will be completely stunned right there. But I take a look at Dallin Terry, and I think that that's the difference from Arizona, perhaps being that top two seed once again to being towards the top of the Pac-12, but on the national landscape, not necessarily being able to do as much as they did last season. Then you'd have to go to something like an Adama ball for a lot more minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you mentioned Terry. He's he's just a player whose skill set I'm in love with. I love the fact, like, just having a six seven wing who can basically run the point. Like, his IQ is so high. He's a great passer, great defender. And I kind of think last year, you know, he wasn't the biggest scoring threat with Matherin averaging about 18 a game. And I would guess Tubelis was probably around 15 a game. But I don't think I'm crazy for saying this, but if he returns to Arizona, like, there's legitimate Pac-12 player of the year upside with him. And I totally understand if he stays in, because I think he could sneak into the first round. If I was an NBA GM, I would be willing willing to spend a first round pick on him, but I would love to see him back in college for another year just to see what next leap can he make, especially in that gorgeous offense, that up and down system that Tommy Lloyd runs. I think that would be a blast. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I do think that there's a lot of upside for Dallin Terry, both at the college level, if he winds up returning, and the NBA level as well. Not a guy that wound up doing anything overly masterfully this last season, but a guy that just did everything pretty well. So I would love to see him wind up getting another year, as we do have Riley Davis joining me on the podcast. Does a terrific job over there at Heat Check CBB. And when it comes down to what we've all been seeing this offseason, We've been a few teams that you've been really impressed with with regards to their transfer portal moves because I've talked about the fact that the Big Ten and the Pac-12, they've just been very dormant. But I know that we had on Lucas Harkins, a man that you know very well from PGXCBB, and he was talking about how the Big East has been able to do a great job with the transfer portal. And I really feel like they and the SEC have made the best moves this offseason. Obviously, there are a couple specific teams like Georgia, like Missouri, that stand out a little bit more than the others. But I take a look at the moves that both of those conferences have made, and I've been very impressed by what they've been able to do this offseason, both with regards to the portal and the coaching hires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know with Big East in particular, I'm sure Lucas was very excited about his Butler Bulldogs. Oh, yes. (laughs) I mean, not only do you get Thad Mata, but you also add Manny Bates, who I think is like a perfect Big East player. A know-your-role all-star. He's in there to block shots, run his mouth when he blocks your shot, just give you like six, seven boards a game, get his 10 points or whatever, make life for opponents scoring in the interior. Yeah, I agree with you that, you know, the Big East, of course, you have Baylor Shireman to Baylor Shireman to Creighton, which was a huge move. And I know Georgetown has landed some big transfers, surprising everybody. They got the, which guard was it from LSU? Gosh, it's slipping my mind. Brandon Murray. Thank you. Yes, because LSU had like five guards transfer. I couldn't remember especially which one it was, but some big moves throughout the Big East. But I'll give you one team that I think has done a really good job that's been a little bit under the radar is Iowa State, adding Jared Holmes from St. Bonaventure and his teammate Oshun Oshunui. And I know they're still in the running for A.J. Green. That's another big draft decision coming up. I think Shun is just going to be a monster in that defense that was already like they pressure you so relentlessly and just getting your grill on the half court. And I think they're, you're going to be able to do that even more with Shun just patrolling the back end of that defense, swatting everything. And I know A.J. Green, his dad is on the coaching staff. And I think he said that if he comes back to school, it'll, it'll either be Duke or, or Iowa State. And if I was his dad, aside from just being his dad, I mean, I'd also point out, like, look at Isaiah Brockington's usage from last year, and you will get that because there's no one else in that backcourt. 
<laughs> yeah, especially with Tyrese Hunter being out of the fold, he certainly would be able to have that. And then with adding Oshun Oshuni, what Iowa State was really lacking last year was that main guy down low that was able to block shots, be able to grab you rebounds. Now they wind yes. up having that. And I know that you were mentioning a little bit of this with regards to Manny Bates over there at NC State, him leaving. And I think that that's another school that has big NBA draft decisions as well because you're out there in the state of North Carolina. I have to feel like this is a put-up-or-shut-up year for Kevin Keats, a guy that I've always loved the way that he winds up coaching with just so much energy. But I mean, you could tell from the offensive sets it's not going well. I was just taking a look at what you wound up getting out of Deron Sebron along Terquavian Smith at the Combine. And you have to call into question what NC State was doing on offense in general with the way that they were performing. And I think that if you wind up losing Smith and Sebron, it's going to be a case which NC State is going to be bound for the bottom of the ACC again, even with schools like, I dare I say it, shout out Tristan Freeman right here. Pittsburgh has made a couple moves. So, <laughs> I mean, is way better than NC State's right now. I mean, Nellie Cummings would be the best guard by far on this NC State team. Yeah, you take a look at NC State, and if you don't wind up having Terquavian Smith along with Deron Sebron coming back, I mean, there's a chance that they wind up losing 20 games once again. They might even fall behind Boston College. And you got to think that that would be the end of the Kevin Keats era because right now they're banking on Jarkel Joyner to be their main scorer. That's going to go about as well as it went for Ole Miss banking on Jarkel Joyner to be their main scorer. Like, that's not his game. Well, he's not a primary option for a top half power six team. And I was actually talking to one of my friends who went to NC State tonight about how as Kevin Keats, you have, I mean, I think Turquavion's going to go in the first round. I think Sebron has a chance to sneak into the first round. At the very least, he will get drafted. I mean, you if Sebron ends up in the first round too, like, dude, you can't have two first rounders and finish last place in a bad ACC. Like, we're not talking about the ACC of you know, three years ago where Duke, UNC, Virginia were all one seeds, like what we've grown accustomed to with the ACC. Like we're talking about an ACC that had, it was a four-bid league. We're talking about a down ACC that they finished dead last in with two potential first-round picks. Yeah, that's just so bad. And speaking of Ole Miss, by the way, have you ever seen a more interesting transfer portal, I guess you call it trio, than what Ole Miss has brought in? Because right now they've added two power forwards at a center. And Theo Akwuba from Louisiana, Josh Umbala, the combo player from Buffalo, who won just pulling out the NBA draft, by the way. Caught like it is all these guys that they want to making transfer portal moves and making their announcements. Not a single one has stayed in the NBA draft. So if someone winds up committing to your school via the transfer portal and they're still in the NBA draft, just expect them to pull out right now until we wind up having further notice there. But you also wind up bringing in JV and McKinnis from Jackson State, and you lose Jacques Joyner. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I love what Ole Miss has brought in down low. Who in the heck is going to run the point for this team? I mean, is Matthew Murrell still there? Did he transfer? Because, like, I thought Murrell was going to be a star coming out of IMG. But, like, yeah, I'll be real with you, Greg. I have not paid attention to Ole Miss basketball in a while. That, that Now that you mentioned it, I do remember seeing that Akwuba and Mbalo were transferring there because um, just with heat check, I did a MAC preview last year, and I was I was all in on Josh Mbala and Buffalo, and that didn't really end up panning out. And I did some some belt research too, and thought Akwuba. I think I probably had him as a defensive player of the year, but 
Yeah, that is a pretty bold strategy, to put it nicely, from Kermit and what's looking like a make-or-break year for him in a loaded SEC again. Yeah, they are actually going to be bringing back Miro, but Austin okay. Crowley is now on the fold. He wind up losing Luis Rodriguez. If this were a case in which it was make-it-take-it where you wind up starting out at the three-point line, Ole Miss has a dominant team with all those big men, <laughs> but unfortunately this is a full-court game. So that's a little bit of an issue right there. And a man that always runs the full court, a man that always does a terrific job. Take a look at everything as you, Riley, you and everyone else over there at HXC to be doing absolutely amazing work. I know that you're holding it down out there in the great state of North Carolina. So let the good people at home know how they're able to follow you and all your work on social media and just what you've got all on tap in general. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Riley underscore Davis three and on heatcheckcbb.com in the next two weeks we'll be rolling out some way too early conference previews we'll be looking at you know all the big ones so big 10 big east big 12 sec pac 12 acc and there'll also be something on the valley the missouri valley it'll be something on the mountain west and the a10 i personally will be giving out my previews for the big 10 and the acc so that should be launching late next week so look out for that follow heat check all summer we do I mean, I think we put out some of the best content out there. Shout out to our team. They all got great ideas. And we'll have our big preseason magazine coming out later this summer. It's going to be a lot of fun to see what we wind up getting this upcoming college basketball season. The gentlemen over there at Heat Check CBB, they are hard at work taking a look at everything. And one of those hardworking gentlemen is Riley, who always brings the goods whenever he's on this podcast. So big thanks to him for joining me right here on Coast to Coast Hoops, now part of the VEASAN Family Podcast. And coming up next, it is that time to buy because they give you a little bit of a roundup as to all the news and notes that we want to see in college basketball over the last 24 hours. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. 
He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility Dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas. We're going to go see with myself, Greg Spears, and now part of the Beeson family of podcast. The gentlemen over there at EJXCBB are doing absolutely amazing work. Riley is one of those hardworking gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to get any of them on. Today, it was Riley who's holding it down in the great state of North Carolina. So a big thanks to him for taking the time and joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast to give you a little bit of a roundup as to all the news and notes that we wound up seeing in college basketball over the last 24 hours. Saw a couple guys that were former top 100 recruits decide to go elsewhere. We're going to start off with the guy that's going to be going down to the non-D1 level. Was never necessarily that level of recruit, but with that said, you had Sabian Sims, who two years ago was a starter at North Dakota. That year, wound up shooting right around 36% from three, six and a half points, four and a half rebounds per game. As a little bit of a six foot seven combo player, went to Northern Kentucky last year, just flat out wound up seeing no minutes whatsoever, and he's going down to the D2 level. He is going to be attending Arkansas Tech. Very easy for your handicap. All you need to note is that Mr. Sims, he was at the D1 level last year. He is no longer at the D1 level. Just cross him off your list of guys that you need to evaluate, and then you're able to move on from there. 
Davion Everett, this is a little bit of a smaller move as well. He was at Western Kentucky this last season. He has said that he is going to be entering into the transfer portal. Guy that wound up seeing action in 10 games and wind up contributing anything whatsoever. I'd be very surprised if he stays out there at the D1 level. So not a lot there. Now we wind up getting into a little bit more of what we wind up seeing with regards to the big news. How about a former top 20 recruit in Brian Antoine who just could not wind up staying healthy for Villanova. And we've just seen it with Villanova under Jay Wright, obviously. Now we're going to be seeing a changing of the guard in Kyle Neptune, but the highly touted recruits never really worked out for Villanova. Meanwhile, the under-the-radar guys, the guys that you yeah, figured they would just be more system players, they always fit in very well with Villanova. And Antoine has decided that he is going to be going down to Radford. Now, this is a little bit surprising because I thought that there would be another power conference school that would certainly be willing to nibble on Antoine. What he wanted coming out of high school, I know that Jerry Meyer over there at 247 Sports compared him to Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and he's a guy that is able to guard multiple positions. He has not been able to show off the great three-point shooting that he had in high school, and I felt like he was a little bit overrated coming out of high school. I hate to say that word, but it's just a case in which he just was someone that felt like, man, on tape, he was able to shoot really well, but he didn't necessarily have good handles, and I felt like he needed a little bit more of that to be able to translate to the college level. They wind up shooting 38.5% from three during the 2020-21 season, but once again, a year in which he just could not wind up staying healthy in general. Going down Radford, he should just completely dominate over there in the Big South, he should be one of the best players in the conference. He should be putting up double figures. Needs to work on the rebounding a little bit, but he should be able to do a very solid job with that regard. But certainly very surprising that you wind up seeing a top 20 recruit go down to the Big South. So you wish him nothing but the best. And certainly this is a big giant kit for a Redford team that they have always been a team which a whole has been greater than the sum of its parts, aside from when they wound up having Carlick Jones a few years ago. So We'll see if there's a little bit of a changing there. All of a sudden, Chicago State is landing guys that were very highly touted in high school. Elijah Weaver, a former top 50 recruit, according to ESPN for the 2018 class, began his career at USC in two years at Dayton, could never really get things going. I was at Dayton in his two seasons, wound up putting up a little bit over six points, two assists per contest, shot 36.5% from three, but was never necessarily a focal point. He has decided that he's going to be going to Chicago State. Wesley Carter Jr., who is a top 100 recruit from last season, has also went to Chicago State. Gerald Gillian is getting things going. Now, they did wind up losing a few guys like Brandon Betson from last season, but when you're able to bring in two guys that are former top 100 recruits and you're Chicago State, that is a big, giant boom for you. For Cardiff, he's a little bit more of a six foot six sort of a combo player, 247 sports rated and more like 110, so still a four-star guy. And I think that Auburn was actually in on him a little bit before he wound up going to Stanford. Not Stanford, but Sam I am for He's someone that I think with Cardiff, not necessarily as much of a three-point shooter. I do think that you're going to get a little bit more of that ability when he comes to Weaver. And Weaver, I could see him being sort of like a six foot six, do it all sort of player. He has been able to handle a little bit while he's been in college, whether that be at USC or more specifically while he's been at Dayton. Needs to pick it up a little bit on the defensive side of things, in my opinion, but very solid shooter. He should go into Chicago State and he should absolutely 
be able to tear it up. You saw Nathan McClure decide that he is going to be going to Stonehill College. And Stonehill College, that is a school that they were at the D2 level last season. But that is one of the schools that is going to be going up to the D1 level. This is actually going to be their first year this next season. They're going to the NEC. So they are much like the Merrimack Merry Men. And when it comes to McClure, began his career at Texas State. One, never playing for them some Played two years at IUPUI, a.k.a. good old EUEPUI. And due to necessity, wound up getting a bunch of minutes this year. Six and a half points, right around five rebounds per contest. Able to shoot right around 33% from three-point range in his two years on campus. At six foot four, he's not a guy that necessarily has that one set role from the state of Texas. And Stonehill, that's out there in the northeast part of the country. So he's not necessarily going closer home or anything like that. I think that'll be a guy that's going to be able to bring a little bit of experience with Stonehill College. I think it's going to be a very interesting first year for them because you take a look at what they wanted doing at the D2 level last year. And this has always been a solid D2 university. I think that they might have some shall we say, struggles when it comes to going up to that D1 university. And I believe that in their scrimmage against Providence last season, they wound up getting destroyed by like 20-plus points. But this is a team that they play a little bit more up-tempo. They're a team that night in and night out, they're going to be trying to gun for like 80-plus points. They wound up going 15-12, and 12, though, at the D2 level last season. And they wound up losing on their home floor to places like Adelphi University. They had a home loss to the College of St. Rose. So, I mean, certainly not a team that I think it's necessarily too bright and rosy for them. But being able to bring in a D1 talent, that is going to be able to help them out a little bit. And when it comes to Soto College in general, I think it's going to be interesting to see if they wind up bringing in more guys like this just via the transfer portal to try to give themselves a little bit of a boost, even though they're not going to be eligible for the postseason this year. Just being able to bring in he, along with someone like a Thatcher Stone, who was at William & Mary last season, going to be able to help them out in the short term. You want to be able to attract guys for when you are able to compete in the NCAA tournament. So I think that they're looking to do a little bit of that. And then you did wind up seeing Lavelle Brodnicks. He was playing last year at Murray State. Not Murray State out there in the OVC, but Murray State at the junior college level. And he has decided that he is going to be going to Wagner. Someone who last season has a little bit of a stretch forward. Only shot 26% from three, so he'll fit in perfectly with a Wagner team that couldn't shoot it from three. But very much a good defender. 14.5 points, right around four rebounds, two assists per game. Was able to chip in there right around a steal and a half per contest as well. Not necessarily the master of anything, but a guy that is able to be relatively solid at quite a few different things. I think that he's going to come in and he's going to know his role with Wagner. Certainly, I don't think that he's going to be any sort of a starter, but I could see him being a relatively solid role player, being able to do a little bit with that regard. And then we have seen Missouri pretty much become Cleveland State Southwest as you wind up having another gentleman from that university wind up deciding that he is going to be following Dennis Gates over there to Missouri, Mabur Majak. He is the seven foot two gentleman that wanted coming in, actually came in with a little bit of fanfare, but just has not been able to get out there on the court in general. It's one of those things in which they're taking a physical specimen. They are hoping to be able to catch a little bit of lightning in a bottle. And you take a look at Majak last year, half a point per contest, wound up warranting just four and a half minutes per game. You also really love Dennis Gates because he is sticking with this university and 247 Sports actually had him as a little bit of a rated prospect prior to the 
start of the 2020-21 season for the class of 2020. Number 355 nationally, number 11 in the state of Indiana. So actually came out with a little bit of fanfare, just has never really been able to put it together. I know that Bradley made him an offer. There were a couple Big Ten teams that wanted to take a look, but just has not been able to put it together. If he does, this is going to be massive for Cleveland State as he is following a few guys from... Cleveland State, like a Trago Million, he's also going to be with one of his guys in Des Moines Hodge as well. So that is going to be able to help him out a little bit, but just a guy that has not been able to put it together to this point. You did wind up seeing a few NBA draft decisions as well with Khalif Battle, deciding that he was going to withdraw from the NBA draft. This is just a correct move from Khalif Battle in that he just hasn't been able to put any game tape out there. I mean, he wound up having a very solid start to the 2021-22 season. Problem is, he played seven games. He put up 21.5 points per contest, four rebounds, was able to shoot from three-point range 49%, but really, really small sample size. He wound up being limited to just 11 games during the 2020-21 season with Temple as well. This is going to be big for the Owls, and we do give our ode to Lane Kiffin here. Go else. But if he's able to just go out there for a full season, he is going to be someone that I think is going to be able to help out his draft stock. And this is big for a Temple team that they just lacked any sort of offense whatsoever last season without him. But that said, certainly a case which I do think that the right decision was made there. Nathan Menza has decided that he is going to be returning to San Diego State as well. And look out below with regards to San Diego State because Matt Bradley was really the lone scoring option that they wound up having last season. And He's going to be terrific once again this season, but you take a look at that for San Diego State. Now they've got Micah Parrish down low that's going to be able to help him out because Menza, a little bit more of a defensive stopper, was the Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year this last season. Put up 7 points, 7 rebounds, 2.2 blocks per contest, but not necessarily a guy that was much of a creator on offense. Shot 53% of the free throw line, so bringing in a guy like a Micah Parrish, who while he was over there at Oakland, the good old Grizzlies last year, not Oakland, California, but Oakland, Detroit, he should be able to take a little bit of a load off with regards to offense. Six foot six combo player that was able to give the team right around 10.5 points per contest. Shot 35.5% from three. That gives the team a little bit of a different dimension. You've got Darion Trammell was a double figure scorer at Seattle last year as well. He's a guy that's able to handle a bit as well. So that takes a little bit of the pressure off of Matt Bradley. You wind up bringing back so many of those key cogs that were instrumental to San Diego State being one of the top defenses from last season. And now you wind up bringing back pretty much the head of the snake with that defense in Mensa. I think that it's going to be a very good year for San Diego State once again. And when I look at it, San Diego State probably going to be the team to beat out there in the Mountain West. And I always think that this is a podcast to beat when it comes to college basketball. We keep it going every single day during the regular season and the offseason. Once we wind up getting in season, going to give you guys picks and analysis on every single game every single day. And we're getting set to do some conference previews here. We're going to get those started up in early June once we wind up getting these draft decisions in. Going to start with the lower slash mid-major conferences because those have a few fewer moving parts and then we're going to progress into the power conferences so if you like what you're hearing from this fine podcast Ghost Ghost Soups you're able to subscribe wherever you your podcast Apple Podcasts Google Play Spotify Stitcher and TuneIn if you have a question, comment, segment idea, what I you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GUNet underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters ZM. They mean does not matter. So as per usual, please just send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review. A big thanks once again to our good friend Riley Davis of Heat Check CBB for joining me in the last segment. I'll be coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season, and that means I'll be coming at you guys once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.